I said, and the people are still too many. He had 10,000. So he said, now take them to the water to drink. He said, watch. Anybody that laps like a dog, he got weapon on one hand, and then he will lap with one hand. He said, set him aside. He said, but these people that lay their weapons down and go to uh, send them home. What does that tell you? If you're Gideon's army, you are always on guard. You are always ready for the fight. You are going to get that job done no matter what. You're going to get the job done. Glory to God. And so he ended up with the Resurrection House for all nations. 300. <laughs> And God said, now, you don't need any swords. You don't need any shield. You don't need anything. You just need a lamp and a trumpet. Amen. And tell these 300, I know who they are. I've checked out their heart. They will be able to follow you and do as you are doing. Amen. Every time God is ready for me to move forward, to go to another level, me, you know, Things will just pop out of nowhere and people start dropping off. It's because they don't fit. We're ready. We're getting ready for Stadium Crusade. Do <laughs> you see the glory of God percolating at a higher level? Things are happening. I am learning it. That's why I said I will start teaching glory etiquettes from Sunday. Don't get yourself killed. Things are different, things are happening. <laughs> So we have to learn along together. And when you see me reacting, I'm reacting the way I've never reacted before. But you may judge it and get upset, then you're going to end up in the pile over there. But you have to know that is the Holy Spirit becoming much more sensitive. If you want to destroy your life, then go ahead. Join the judges, judges of evil thought. You're going to get left behind. And your destiny will be gone. And the train will move on. Because the Bible says in Hebrews 12, once you get bitter, you fail of the grace of God. Immediately, the grace of God will lift from you. So that's part of my faith. I'm going to cover all those areas tonight. Because faith is not just believing God for things. Faith is being able to follow God through the difficult times. The dumbest thing any one of us can do is to leave a thing without the blessing. Because how you leave determines how you cleave. You must, no matter what, get the blessing. Come on, tell your neighbor, get the blessing. No matter what you do. 
Some of you did not look them in the eye. Let's try it again. Whatever you do, get the blessing. Don't leave without it. I know American Express told you not leave home without it. But this one, don't leave <laughs> anywhere without getting blessed. Hallelujah. Are you hearing me? All right. He says, follow my faith, not your head. Trusting that our work is of the spirit. I don't know why the rest of you are not speaking. I said, follow my faith, not your head. Trust in that. Amen. Amen. Let's read the text again. Hebrews 13 verse 7. Remember them which have the rule over you. So you see, God allows things to happen to show you that you are not under authority. Because if you cannot be corrected and you receive it, you are not a man under authority and your faith will not work. In America, I found this to be true. For teenagers, when you correct them as a parent, they get upset. Then they will tell you that your tone was not right and the timing was wrong. In other words, they will not only not want to be corrected, but they want to tell you how to correct them. Now, if it was only teenagers doing that, that's exactly what I have found in church. You have to correct me, but do it nicely. Do it like I want it. <laughs> Hallelujah. Don't worry. I will preach my first glory etiquette message on Sunday. You, for communion. Then you, you will see how these things work. Because he's the same yesterday. Today. I'm for it. God hasn't changed. <clears throat> so, it's important that you know that it's Satan that tells you that you're not under any rule. And tells you that the grace of God exempts you. Oh, that's the Old Testament. All right. Now, so we need to put Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Hebrews. So we can put it in the Old Testament. <laughs> no. He said, obey them that have. That means that someone has to have. Meaning that they actually tell you to do something and you obey. You obey it. Not when you think you understand it or, or when it's packaged the way you think you should. That is Satan. That's the spirit of the Antichrist. <laughs> in the military, which we are an army, do they do that in the military? You just obey the last order. Isn't that way, the way it works? Uh -huh. You see? Come on, say, say what they say in the military. Yours is to do or die. Yours is not to reason why. That's what the U.S. military says. But in the army of God, people think their preferences. This is Burger King. And we're wearing our feelings on our sleeve. You don't know that when things start getting tough, and when God is readying you for a war, 
We are trying to take on principalities in America. Amen. Hallelujah. We better be well oiled and machined. Hallelujah. Because we'll be dealing with all kinds of spirits. We need to toughen up. We need to toughen up. You don't know what you're going to run into. You can, you can be in a service, and all of a sudden, a deranged person would launch at me with a knife. You say, God forbid, yeah. Thank God, God forbid. <laughs> but I'm saying, you, you should expect these things. That's why we pray up before we get out there. Hallelujah. So no matter what happens, we're in control. But if we are not, if we don't allow God to develop us, be an army under authority. That's what the centurion said to Jesus. You don't need to come to my house. Just say the word. Because me, in my place, I have authority. I even have authority over me. And when they say, I do. And then when I tell my servants, they do. But when you come to the church of Jesus Christ, everybody's their Lord unto themselves. That's why God can't get anything done. Hallelujah. And that's one thing I don't do. I don't negotiate my authority. It's either you submit to me or you carry on. And I always warn you, don't start a, a, a strife with me. Because all I've seen is are funerals. Don't go there. Don't I sing it like a song? But yeah, people keep taking that trip. Some of you have dodged bullets recently. Otherwise, we would have attended your funeral and would have been at the East Lobby having repairs. And Publix Chicken will help us. <laughs> Publix will get our money. And then the culinary will throw in a cup, you know, green beans and, and potato salad and sweet tea. And then we come right back to church. <laughs> I said, don't go there. Somebody has to have rule, over, not over you, over me. Okay, one more time. Somebody has to have rule. Uh -huh, hallelujah. And watch, he just said this to me, and you don't determine who that person is. God decides who that person is. It's not a democracy, it's a theocracy. All right. Then the next scripture is Romans 4. And he received the sign of circumcision, a seal of the righteousness of the faith which he had, yet been uncircumcised, that he might be the father of all them that believe, though they be not circumcised, that righteousness might be imputed unto them also. And the father of circumcision to them who are not of the circumcision only, but who also walk in steps of that faith of our father Abraham, which he had. Amen. So I said, my faith has specific patterns and mode of operations in the glory. It's the same patterns over and over. You do it according to pattern. Okay? And we have learned, number one, 
that everything under resurrection glory begins with a word. Whether that word is the Lord speaking to you directly when you're praying, or he uses the word of God, the scriptures, the logo that becomes a grammar in your heart. The word of God just jumps into your heart and gives you a certainty that this will work. If you don't have it, then wait for it. You have to have a word. Because in the beginning was the word. The word was with God. And the word. Watch. He says, the same was in the beginning with God. Here's the punchline. All things were made by him. That's why you have to have a word. Once you get a word, you know the word will create the breakthrough. I still haven't forgotten it. Man, when I said that, I just felt. Eh? Did anybody else feel, some, feel that rain? Uh-huh. I just felt it. Now, now watch. I was preaching one Sunday. I was preaching one Sunday, and I walked up to this wall. And I told you that the reason you follow him when he says, I am the way. He says, he has a brick wall. But he's leading you. And when you get there, he makes a way. That's why the old folks say he makes a way. Uh-huh. They're saying it from experience. Hallelujah. Whether there's a way there or not, naturally, he makes one. He makes one. Hallelujah. When that man came to me, we had our first picnic in the parking lot of the church. And the guy came to me to the back of the church and said, well, you are the pastor, aren't you? I said, yes. He said, please, can you help me understand something? I said, what? He said, I had a buyer for this building. And we offered them $1.7 million, And they refused. How did you buy it for 500000 I said, go and ask those who sent me. He makes a way. It was God. He said, I held it for seven years and I forced it into liquidation. When people talk about wealth transfer, so you have to understand it. It begins with a word. Hallelujah. And God says, this shall be. And he did not allow anybody to buy it. Contracts kept falling through. Nobody could get financed. And finally, he said, okay now. You put 50,000 down and be ready to lose it in 90 days. Hallelujah. And I obeyed. You have to. That's why they have to deal with bail in your life. Otherwise, you start arguing. When the idol is there, you're filled with arguments. That's a commotion raging in your heart. That's how you know the idol is still there. And many times it's the idol of self. But when God has dealt with it, once he says jump, you notice every story you read about Abraham, whether it was to go and offer sacrifice or to offer Isaac as a sacrifice or to send Ishmael and his mama away, he always got up early in the morning and did it. No hesitation. That's how you know you are ready. As soon as you hear from God, watch. 
People tell me, well, I'm having a difficult hearing from God. I say, it's because when you heard the last time, you didn't obey. So what's the need? It's like when I said I couldn't hear from God, the Lord said, when you start obeying the scriptures that's written, then I'll see the need to tell you anything further. Not you are ignoring the one written, and you're trying to hear, so what do you need more instruction for? <laughs> so, so I went back and then still started reading and obeying the best I could. And then one day, I discovered he was talking to me. And we, it grew from there until now. It's like a running conversation. I just know what to say. I just know what to do. And it works. <laughs> you know. <clears throat> and sometimes... You know, some of the dialogue that's taking place when I'm doing service, I mean, I don't know why do, it doesn't amaze you guys, but I am amazed myself. I just know what to do. It's like what happened Sunday. I get that thing. I don't know how it happens when I know to stick my mic, but I just know. How did I know to put the mic in the mouth of the leaders and ask them to blow in it and they will fall out? Is that thing. There's no book written. You don't say, oh, wait, let me see. Chapter 5, that's... <laughs> what does it say? No, it's an unction. Somebody say unction. It just happens. It just happens. So, but this one is funny. On Sunday, I had that thing. It happens where I felt I should throw up my cup, my communal cup, and then that the leaders will fall out. I don't know what they get from falling out or how they feel. Maybe one day I'll join them. <laughs> I said, okay, Lord, make me fall out with them. Let me taste this thing. I've been watching it. Look at that, the bonus. Look at that. <laughs> so now watch. So I took the cup, and I did like this. And he fell where Minister Gavin was, and he fell out. And the, the, whatever you call that thing, the braces was wearing. Oh, you're free. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> you see now, he came by faith and got in the water. And baptized with me. <laughs> and now his cast is gone. So the thing fell right where he was. And then he turned, and the thing crushed my cup. It cracked. I said, okay, so what do I do now? So I'm thinking, all right, let me get out of Bobby's cup, because whenever I put my cup in his cup, he staggers and falls out. Amen. I said, okay, let me get his cup. Then he's already given away his cup. But while that was going on, I'm trying to find a cup, but I'm thinking in my spirit, why did only Minister Gavin fall out? I was telling you about patterns. You notice how these things go? He said, you did not throw the cup up. But I did like this. What I'm supposed to do? So I did it just like that, and only one person fell out. It wasn't the pattern. So then Bishop hands me his cup, and I threw it up, and everybody fell down. You see how the realm of the spirit is? If you bring your own stuff into it, you will be frustrated. You follow the pattern, and it works exactly. 
Every time there's an unction, you obey it. He's talking to you constantly, constantly. If you start obeying, you'll hear some more. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Watch. He said that Abraham received circumcision. Not as an outward show. He said God gave him circumcision, a covenant. To testify that the man was right on the inside. And he said that this circumcision, watch now. Because it's not in the thing, but I'm going to show it to you now. This circumcision was given to him to testify of an inward reality. But what happened? His children came and started using it as a ritual. But God sent the Lord Jesus to bring you and I into this kingdom so that the blessing of Abraham... So, he said, he also gives us circumcision to testify. But this time, the circumcision is not physical. He said, the circumcision is in the heart. But then, we receive something higher than Abraham. He got us in the door, but we went higher than him. Abraham received circumcision. But this one, he says, we are the circumcision. You see, that's the the essence of the glory life. That God circumcises me and sends me into society to start circumcising everybody. To start teaching the ways of the kingdom. Come on, look at it. Philippians 3.3. He says... Verse 2 says, beware of dogs. When I, when I checked it, he said exactly what you all said it is. Beware of evil walkers. Beware of the concision or circumcision, those that believe in circumcision. For we are the circumcision, which worship God in the spirit and rejoice in Christ Jesus. And, you see, he tells you who we are. That's how the sheep and the goat are separated. He said, we are the circumcision. And how do we know we have been circumcised? He said, we rejoice in the spirit. It don't matter what I'm going through, but I have a praise. God is not under no indictment in my life. Even when things are not going my way, I worship God. I bless the Lord. That shows me I have been circumcised. And I have become the circumcision. He said, I worship God in the spirit. And I rejoice in Christ Jesus. And I have no confidence. No confidence in the flesh. Zero. That's the leaven I'm, I'm fighting. Hallelujah. Beloved, faith and humility go together. It takes faith to humble one's self. It's easy to fly off the handle, but God resists the proud and give it grace unto the humble. And I've looked all over Christendom and the pressure for finances is so intense. And yet, 
the word of God said, by humility and the fear of the Lord are riches, honor, and life. He didn't even say job, he says riches. So why are God's people broke? Pride, lack of fear of the Lord. In these uh, journey of, in this journey of destiny, you run into so many things. The road is filled with twists and turns. When we were trying to get the building, the first outing failed over somebody lying. I had to skip over it to go to the next one. The battle got more intense to find the money. Many people hung up on me. Many people didn't give me more than 10 seconds. And today those people want to now come to preach or bring people to preach for me and all of us. I just, I laughed at them. You don't understand the way the kingdom flows. Can't walk around just looking for a way to benefit, but you never saw anything. This kingdom starts with a seed. He said, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That's how he got us back. A seed is first. Hallelujah. That's how you get that dinner on your table. Somebody sowed and then reaped before it got to you for food. And then it passes out in the drought. Amen. Is your faith active or is pride hindering your faith? God gives grace to the humble. You are able to understand things. The mysteries are revealed to you. You'll understand the hindrances and how to fix them. And you come through permanently. I love it. When God resolves things, that resolve permanently. When you deliver yourself, you're only rushing to wait. You're only rushing to come right back to continue where you left off. There's no hurry in God. God said, I come when I want to because I can always get it done. But much more importantly, he says, I make up for lost time. He's worthy of your trust. Come on, man of God, don't be in a rush. Wait on God. The amount of time you invest waiting on God is your honor. And God will pay you for it. I keep saying it over and over again. These are the secrets, the tenets of my faith that has shepherded me through the darkness and walked me into the broad daylight of God's glory and grace. Follow it. You'll have miracles. Call today, 770-994-3777. Prime ministers will agree with you and miracles will happen for you. Put a seed in the ground. I don't care what religious people are saying. If you don't put a seed in the ground, nothing will happen. Go and read Mark 4, 26 through 28. It's the Lord Jesus that came to me and taught me that. I said, son, I will show you how the power of my kingdom is released. I asked him how. He said, through seed. Not the one somebody tells you, but the one I tell you. And he gave me the amount and I put it in the ground. And a supernatural financial thing happened with me. And it is still governing me today. It is still blessing me today. It is still carrying me today. In Jesus' name. Receive, receive, receive. Amen and amen. We love you, beloved. It's been a great week. It's all Bible study, but very rich, very powerful. Amen. 
we shall conclude tomorrow. In Jesus' name, be blessed. Amen and amen. Bye-bye.